What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Talk of champions, short sessions. Long story short. Welcome in to yet another edition of Talk of Champions Short Sessions. I'm your host, Zach Barry. We've got our man, Pete Nakos, here with us from On3. Probably the busiest guy in sports right now outside of uh, maybe Jimmy Sexton. Um, but uh, he's been uh, kind enough to uh, give us a little time here. Uh, a couple days removed from Christmas, day after Boxing Day. I know it's busy for everybody on Boxing Day, right? Yeah, Boxing Day. Well, thanks so much for having me back. Happy to be here. Yeah. All right. Uh, first thing, uh, at long last, uh, t- dude, you and I were talking about it for what feels like two months, but it was only a couple weeks. Walter Nolan finally goes public, announces for Ole Miss. Uh, what, in, in your mind, do you think was the biggest factor in Ole Miss ultimately landing him? Because I think early on, it, there was some Ole Miss buzz, but not a ton. Um, but what do you think? pushed Ole Miss over the top uh, over Oregon and others? Yeah, I think there's a few factors, right? Um, I think that first off, Oxford is pretty close to uh, – well, he's from Mississippi. Um, mm-hmm. Some families now in Memphis, right? All Memphis to Oxford is like 90 minutes, I believe, uh, much closer yeah. than Eugene, Oregon, or Texas A&M. Um, I think on top of that, too, I, th- I think Walter really liked what Pete Golding was selling him. Um, and I, I think it – really became evident in the last two weeks that the defense that's being built at Ole Miss is, is pretty legit. Um, and it wasn't a situation either, right, where, like, Walter is going to be the only big piece brought in. Uh, I mean, there's been a lot of talent yeah. brought in the last two, three weeks. Um, and I think that's something Walter Nolan wanted to be a part of. We're sensing a theme here, Pete, with uh, what, what, what Pete and Oxford's doing. Um, yes. I think a lot of people are, you know, Picking up what he's putting down, smelling what he's stepping in, all the cliches. But, yeah, I, I think the the proof is there. I think they laid a nice foundation in year one, top 25 SP plus defense. And, and now it seems to be, hey, we sent something special in 2024. We want you to be a part of it. And, and yeah, I think that was huge. Prince of Umami Ellen um, coming on. Tyler Barron, Terry yeah. McDonald. Paul, I mean, the, the list goes on and on. They, they, it's a loaded defense. It's going to bring back some dudes as well. I think that's probably, I think you nailed it. That's probably what it was because you, you put Walter Nolan next to JJ Pegues, he's going to get a lot of one on ones. Jared yeah. Ivey's out there. You, we mentioned the other portal guys, but yeah, I, I think when I talked with some folks around Memphis, some folks that coached him in high school were around that family in high school, uh, I, I think he, I don't think he disliked his experience at A&M. I think the coaching change played a role. Elijah Robinson moving on played a role. And then, yeah, I think you you cover it more than I do. I think you're seeing a lot of guys, when they get in the portal, my first inclination is to look, okay, where are they from? What are their options? Do they want to go back closer to home? Um, yeah, I mean, I think a reoccurring theme right now in the portal is the fact of how many athletes go in and then actually end up playing closer to home. Yeah. Um Another example that comes to mind is like uh, Brian Kelly's first team at LSU had like a bunch of portal athletes from Louisiana. Um, yeah. 
I just think that, yeah, I mean, you go away to college, maybe it's not a great fit at A&M. It sounds like it was okay, though. It sounds like there's just a couple other factors with coaching and stuff. And then mm -hmm. um, the opportunity to play in the SEC, play for a team in the SEC that arguably should be in the playoff now in 2024 with how much talent is on that roster, um, yeah. being to, able to do it all as probably as close to home as you can other than maybe like a, a Tennessee and Knoxville. Um, I, I think it checks off a lot of boxes. Yeah. That was something to talking with folks and, and, and fielding questions from our subscribers and others that, you know, how big of a factor is Tennessee? You know, he's from not, he's not from Knoxville. He just played his senior year there. Um, so yeah, grew up in Memphis, went to Olive Branch, which if you're familiar with Memphis, you know, it's just right outside, you know, right on the other side of the state line. And then had a stand at St. Benedict, which is in Cordova, which is a suburb of Memphis. So, yeah, it, the feel to be closer to home to where your, your your parents, your family, you know, your cousins, your uncle, your aunt, they can just drive down the road. I mean, yeah. that's a if you've done the drive, you know how quick it is. I mean, I did it, you know, for four years in college. It's, it's an easy one to do. Um, so I think that was huge. And then you mentioned 2024. The schedule sets up perfectly for Ole Miss. Honestly, you're yeah. too. In my opinion, the two toughest games are at home in Georgia and Oklahoma. You get LSU on the road, but it's post Jaden Daniels. I think that's going to be a big transition for Brian Kelly and the Tigers. And Thanks. yeah, you mentioned the playoff expanding. I, I've said it before on our show. I think realistically, the floor for Ole Miss next year is nine and three, ten and two. I, I don't see any reason why Kiffin and, and Ole Miss couldn't replicate yeah. what they did. I was on with Staples yesterday, and um, I told Andy, I think that the standard in 2024 is either going to be CFP or bust, right? Um, yeah. I mean, Quinchon Judkins, Jackson Dart, Juice Wells. Um, does Evan Stork get involved? I'm not really sure. I've heard Ole Miss yeah. out there. Um, and then the defensive side of the ball is going to look really good too. So uh, it's hard to – where we're sitting right now, it's hard to not think that Ole Miss is going to contend for a CFP spot. You mentioned our boy Andy and you mentioned Evan Stewart. So let's get into it. Uh, you you kind of broke the news yesterday of some, I, I won't call them finalists, but some, you know, some early front runners for Evan Stewart, the the five-star plus wide receiver uh, that was at AM. He is now in the portal. I, I think there were some that thought he might stay. Uh, he he kind of danced around whether getting officially in or not, finally officially got in the portal. Now he's starting to, you know, listen to some suitors, hear some people out. But uh, I think, most thought it was going to be Texas or maybe Alabama, but uh, it doesn't sound like that right now. So what's the latest uh, on Evan Stewart? Yeah, just from talking to a lot of people, it does not sound like Texas or Alabama are likely um, landing spots at this moment. Um, now things can change. They're both in the college football playoff. Um, does Jermaine Burton leave or something like that? Does that change things for Alabama? But just like right where we are right now, um, it really seems like um, – Florida State, Ole Miss, Oregon, USC, um, and Tennessee are just like five to watch, I would say. I don't want to call them finalists and nothing like that. I, I think Evan mm -hmm. might have some visits. Nothing's really concrete right now. Um, but just from what I know, I think those are those are five schools to just kind of keep an eye on. Um, I've been told over and over that development's going to be more important than NIL in this. Um, we'll see how that plays out. Um, yeah. Obviously – he, he was good at at AM. I don't know if he felt like he he reached his max potential. Um what what of those like five schools can really help him help mm -hmm. his trade and, and help him be 
a top pick maybe in the NFL draft. Are you looking at cutting your health insurance premiums by as much as 20 to 30%? Are you aging into Medicare and need help finding a Medicare supplement plan? Call Drew Moak of USA Benefits Group at 601-953-8449. Drew is an Ole Miss grad located in Mississippi and licensed in seven states. He works with the nation's second largest health insurance brokerage with access to 35 different carriers, and he can help you with any of your health insurance needs. From regular health plans to life insurance to dental and vision and even Medicare, he has it all covered. Now more than ever, it is critical to have a health insurance agent who is local and accessible. So call Drew Moak at 601 601- 953-8449 and get your free quote today. It's that time of year where the weather outside can be frightful. And frightful weather can do real damage to your roof. If you're looking for peace of mind this holiday season, knowing that your roof is taken care of, contact Riverland Roofing. Whether you need an inspection, a new roof, or a maintenance program, Riverland Roofing has you covered. Home or business. They're a GAF Master Elite contractor and can offer warranties that last a lifetime. Licensed and insured Riverland Services, Mississippi, and its surrounding states. Don't worry about the roof over your head this holiday season. Contact Riverland Roofing today, 662-644-4297. That's 662-644-4297. Or visit riverlandroofing.com, riverlandroofing.com. Riverland Roofing, for all your roofing needs, and a proud sponsor of the Talk of Champions Podcast Network. The older I get, the more I realize there are just some things I don't know. Balancing a budget, for example. I'm not a financial whiz. Sure, I know batting averages, passing and rushing yards, three-point shooting percentage. But intentionally putting away money for retirement? That's where my friends at NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast come in. NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the financial world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. The nerds have helped me get smarter about things like planning my tax bills so I don't dread April every single year. Actually, I was one of the first in line this time around. Saving on travel so that I can take my girls on trips. Because spending less on airfare means more money for an extra night and maybe a fancy dinner too. So enjoy the things you love, the Ole Miss Rebels, your family, your friends, knowing that your financial situation is taken care of with advice that you followed from NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app today. Trust me, future you will thank you. That's that's a great uh, point there when you brought up development and how that's key for a decision because <clears throat> we've seen Ole Miss not only bring in you know high-profile dudes, but they've also developed some dudes in the offense and Jordan Watkins, Dayton Wade, Trey Harris, you know, specifically at the wide receiver position, um, right. you know, guys that were, you know, solid where they were. And then they get to Ole Miss and take that next step. Um, you know, we've talked about it. Ole Miss is the only college football program in the country with three guys over 700 yards receiving, you know, mm-hmm. Stewart in two years in college station, he had 91 receptions over 1100 yards and six touchdowns. So um, pretty solid numbers for a young wideout. but yeah, like, the offense was just, it was so bizarre under Jimbo and we don't have to get into that, but yeah, yeah. development being a, a key factor, I think is crucial for Ole Miss if it's going to get into this race seriously. Um, but look, I, the the proof is there, the track record of, of you know, Hey, we're going to put up, you know, yeah. a hefty NIL, you know, package for you. 
Um, they've done it with everyone else in this cycle. So um, at this point, you can't cut out Lane Kiffin and no. uh, that staff because them and, and Walker Jones and the Grove Collective have done a great job. Yeah, I, I don't think you can really rule Ole Miss out on anything right now, just with <laughs> rolling right now. Um, yeah, I, I think Evan Stewart would be dynamic in that offense. Uh, I couldn't imagine how Lane Kiffin could use him as a, as a weapon um, mm. in that passing game. Um, but yeah, like I mentioned, I think it's a little early. I don't want to make it seem like he's a lock to Ole Miss or anything, but I think that Ole Miss is, is definitely intriguing. Um, and yet again, the portal hall makes it even more attractive to some of these guys. I would probably say if we're going off the development footnote here, Florida State would be a nice option. We, we saw what they did with Keon Coleman, a guy yeah. that came in and, and just just went off. Uh, so he's yeah. leaving. That would be a, a an opening. You know, maybe probably some. There's probably going to be some negative recruiting from others that are like, hey, you know, do, do you see their the wide receiver room at Ole Miss? Like, you know, how are you going to get the ball? Um, yeah. But we know Kiffin. His whole philosophy is like, I'm just going to get as many good players as I can. And we'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Stewart's a Stewart's a fun prospect to kind of try to try to pinpoint and dial in on what he can do because Kiffin is so good at at utilizing skill sets and finding mismatches. So it's fun to to dream about what that would look like in, in the offense. But yeah. Um, did he give any kind of indication on a decision timeline at all? I, I know. Cause a lot of the, a lot of the, you know, quote finalists or front runners are playing games or preparing for games right now. I haven't, I have not been given a timeline. Um, going back to Florida state real quick. I think that the key on Coleman model if you will, I think that is very attractive. Um, and Florida State could definitely use a, a wide receiver of Evans' caliber, right? They are shopping for a quarterback, whether it be Cam Ward, whether it be DJU. Um, what if Cam Ward goes to the NFL and they start a young guy? Well, all of a sudden, Evans Stewart's a hell of a target to have uh, in the past game for a young guy trying to figure out the ACC. Yeah, kind of look at it on both sides there. Florida State lands Evan Stewart, then, hey, it's attractive for a quarterback to come there. Right. Then on the flip side, you look at a program like Ole Miss, and hey, we've got Jackson Dart coming back. It's going to be his third year. He knows the system inside and out. Come here with an experienced, established starter. You know, there's there's many ways to look yep. at it. Um, yep. As far as uh, kind of, you know, he did give a, an indication on a timeline, but looking at what he would potentially do for any of these teams that have been mentioned earlier. Um, you know, he, he's, he's not an, he's not an older guy. I mean, he's only played two seasons. So right. I think that could potentially play a role for, you know, Hey, you know, say Ole Miss, like they got a ton of dudes, but like all those guys are probably going to be gone after 2024. So, you know, how does that factor in with like being the guy? I do wonder if Evan is also looking for a spot where he can really be developed and and then maybe evaluate what his stock is in twenty in the twenty twenty five NFL yeah. draft. Um, I think I I know I mentioned USC. USC really doesn't have a quarterback right now outside of Miller Moss, um, so mm-hmm. that's worth watching. I really yeah. really love the fit at Oregon with Dylan Gabriel and Dante Moore and what Dan Lanning has going on in the West Coast right now. Um, so I think the Ducks will definitely be a school to definitely watch. Yeah, they're going to lose Franklin, and I would assume Treshawn Holden yep. might look at where his stock is. But 
Yeah. Interesting. Interesting way to look at it there. Cause yeah, I mean, not a, you know, surefire one-stop gap for him, but it could be. Um, but yeah. Uh, and last thing I, I know he, he told folks at on three, he wants to, you know, study communications and look, you go to Ole Miss, I study communications and look at me. I'm on a Zoom call with, with you. So you can do all right if you do communications at Ole Miss. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, uh, last last quick one, um, kind of a rapid, you know, rapid fire here. Out of all of the dudes Ole Miss landed, I know there's probably some easy answers there, but who do you expect to be a day one impact first team all SEC type of guy for Ole Miss in 2024? Alter Nolan. <laughs> I mean, what that guy can do to the defensive line, the front seven at Ole Miss is going to be something that I don't think we've ever seen at Ole Miss or definitely haven't seen. Maybe you would know better than I in, in at least the Lane Kiffin era. Um, yeah. I think that the, the most exciting point about Walter Nolan is there's no question that Ole Miss and, and Kiffin get it done in the passing game and on offense and, and what Pete Colton has done this year has been really impressive, but mm-hmm. um, we're talking about the CFP. We're talking about all this. I mean, you, you, you win at that level in the trenches, right? There's a reason why the Alabama, Georgia, Michigan, Ohio states of the world mm-hmm. are what they are. And it's because of the line of scrimmage and right. Ole Miss just landed the, the top player available on the line of scrimmage. Um, so I expect him to be an instant impact. Yeah. Look, 10-year anniversary of basically when the Landshark defense was founded uh, back in 2014 when, when Ole Miss had a top five defense. So maybe, you know, history might repeat itself in, in 2024. It'll be fun. Um, all right, that's Pete Nagos on three. Uh, busy, busy. I appreciate the time, man. Always fun to chat. Um, tell the folks where they can uh, find you on Twitter and, and all your stuff that you write for on three. Yeah, I'm at on3.com, and then uh, my Twitter handle is Pete Nakos underscore um, N-A-K-O-S. So I appreciate you having me on, Zach. Yep, absolutely. Happy holidays, my buddy, and uh, yep. we'll talk again soon, I'm sure. Talk soon. Happy holidays. Yep, that's going to do it. Talk of champion short sessions. Thanks to Pete. Thanks to uh, everybody for tuning in. Thank you to the sponsors that make this show possible. Happy holidays to you all. Safe travels on the way to Atlanta, and until next time, we out.